Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Periodical Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kevin, along with my amazing co-host, Tavis here. Howdy. And we are excited to bring you guys yet another episode. What will we be talking about, you ask? Well, the content covered in this week's periodical that I released this past Wednesday, January 20th, of course. All right, all right. Today, we're going to be discussing which ENP companies are hedging into 2021 and why this year actually looks better for the institutions distributing the hedges than the oil companies themselves. But enough of this. Let's get into the information you guys tuned in to hear. The year 2020 set the stage for many changes in society moving forward and will be remembered for generations. When it comes to the oil and gas industry, the year also brought in sweeping changes. North Dakota State Mineral Resource Director Lynn Helms put it succinctly when he said, quote, all in all, it was a pretty terrible year for oil and gas, end quote. With depressed prices that forced operators to shut in production to save their bottom lines, companies with hedges were left in a much better position than those who had foregone the option to reduce the impact of unanticipated price declines on revenue. With 2020 in the rearview mirror and the new year in full view, is hedging a good bet for the future? It was certainly a move that saved some companies from otherwise inevitable bankruptcies, but with the stubborn global pandemic continuing to cloud demand estimates, the future of oil prices still remains uncertain. Luckily, with upward price projections for the coming year, institutions distributing hedges to major oil companies for a portion of anticipated production may see greater benefits than recent years. So let's really jump into this fact of, you know, what is hedging? So, you know, upstream oil and gas companies have relatively straightforward objectives. Those are to locate, develop, and extract hydrocarbons as efficiently as possible. Problem is, these activities are often very capital expensive and require large amounts of cash. Therefore, companies need enough cash flow not only to support a level of capital expenditures and exploration activity to ensure reserves replacement, but also to make debt payments, comply with debt covenants, and support G&A costs. Hedging programs for these upstream companies are developed with the primary purpose of providing a level of cash flow to increase the likelihood of meeting those needs. In order to understand the potential upsides and downsides to an oil and gas company's hedging future production, it is important to understand, well, the basic concept itself. The recent and dramatic decline in the price of oil illustrates the risk every oil and gas producer has to energy commodity price volatility. In order to alleviate some risk, producers hedge to reduce this price exposure and transfer some or all of the risk to a party that is willing and able to assume and manage it. The best way to understand hedging is to view it as a form of insurance. When a company decides to hedge, they are insuring themselves against a negative event's impact on oil price and ultimately their finances. While the action does not protect against all negative events, the impact of a commodity's price drop is reduced. Therefore, Hedges are a risk mitigation mechanism and are distinguishable from speculative commodity transactions in which a party assumes, rather than transfers, price risk related to a commodity in hopes that the future increase or decrease in price is in its favor and results in trading profits. Hedging is available as a crucial component of any oil and gas producer's risk and financial management program since it helps to manage the volatility of commodity markets. There are several different types of hedging transactions, including over-the-counter transactions composed of swap contracts, option contracts, and fixed-price physical contracts, as well as exchange-traded transactions that include futures and options contracts. Additional information on types of hedging contracts is beyond the scope of this article. Instead, it is more important to expose the benefits of hedging activities. 
Without the protection of an effective hedging program, an upstream company's cash flows are wholly subject to the volatility of the market. An upstream company without hedges will benefit from higher market prices, but they have a very short amount of time to react when prices decline. This is a predicament many upstream companies experienced during the 2014 price downturn and what many experienced in early March 2020. When executing a hedging program, many companies are challenged with how far out to hedge the production. If prices increase over time, they largely give up on that upside potential. However, if prices drop, it allows a company to weather the storm for a longer period of time. Hedging oil and gas contracts for months or even years into the future can be a vital tool for companies to provide certainty to their cash flow statements by potentially securing future revenues for a specific, predetermined period of time. While entering into a hedging contract means that producers forego the benefits of any significant commodity price increase, the company is simultaneously protected against a dramatic decline in prices. All of these reasons have made many companies move towards the implementation of a hedging program in light of recent commodity price pressure over the last several years as a way to ensure certainty of cash flow and perhaps avoid filing bankruptcy. And I like the way you described it as sort of an insurance policy because I've described it as almost an options contract, but I think insurance is probably a better way to describe it. You've got you know the purchaser of the insurance going, well, I want this to be high enough that I still make money just in case the prices go any higher. And then the seller of the insurance or whoever's taking the hedge says, well, I want this to be low enough so that if prices do go up, I score a good deal. Yeah, that's the, exactly, that's the perfect way to put it, Tavis. But next up, we can finally discuss who is actually hedged coming into 2021. It should become clear that the primary benefit of hedging oil and gas production is the producer's ability to reduce the impact of unanticipated price declines on its revenue. Now, it is time to investigate who has decided to hedge their 2021 production amidst an uncertain market future. At the end of October, United States EMP companies had so far hedged 41% of their total forecasted 2021 oil output at an average price floor of $42 per barrel, this is WTI, which is significantly lower than 2020's floor of $56 per barrel. Gas, on the other hand, was proving more resilient as more than 45% of the expected production is hedged at Henry Hub base floor prices of $2.58 per MMBTU, marginally lower than 2020's $2.70. The analysis included 20 producers that collectively account for 32% of 2020 oil output and shale plays and 10 operators whose net production represents more than 20% of the total 2020 shale gas output. Interestingly enough, only three operators, Marathon Oil, Murphy Oil, and Oventive have less than 20% of their expected 2021 oil production hedged, while four others, High Point Resources, SM Energy, Parsley, and Laredo Petroleum, have above 60% of their forecasted 2021 output protected. Therefore, the remaining companies that have hedged volumes fall between, you know, 20 to 60% of their output, and that's protected from any downward price volatility. They're also limited from the upward price potential. Granted, only a select number of domestic ENP operators were investigated by Rysted Energy and had released their hedge plans prior to the report release date, so it can be expected that the share of hedge 2021 oil production will grow following the release of the remaining 2020 quarterly and year-end reports. It is important to note that the analysis includes all contracts with full or partial floor protection, swaps, collars, and three-way collars referencing different price strips converted back to WTI prices. Here's the thing. The 2020 oil market remained volatile through quarter three and into the new year. 
When the initial impacts of COVID-19 began rolling through global markets, producers with the most robust hedge books found themselves better positioned to withstand the low price environments and is a strategy many brought with them into 2021. An analysis of hedging disclosures by BTU Analytics over quarter three 2020 filings shows that producers have downside price protection for about the same proportion of oil production in 2021 as in previous years. However, what has changed is how producers may miss out from a rapid rise in oil prices. As of early December, a group of 29 publicly traded independent ENPs have about 27% of their expected oil production hedged in 2021, compared to the 26% of 2020 oil production hedged as of Q3 2019. A few operators like Callan, Devon, Diamondback, and Pioneer have drastically increased the percentage of expected production with downside price protection from a year ago. Some of this is driven by recent acquisitions like Devon and Pioneer adjusting hedges include existing hedges of recently acquired companies, but several others may be increasing their risk management in 2021. Occidental, on the other hand, added significant hedges this year after the closing of its Anadarko acquisition, but has yet to report any downside protections on 2021 oil production. So it's interesting to see that in October, the companies that were reviewed by Reisted that had released their 2021 hedging programs were up to 41% of their production hedged. I mean, that's not quite half of it, but a solid majority. And then come December, as more of their third quarter reports come out, it's you know, dwindling down to 27%. So it will be interesting to see as these fourth quarter and year-end reports finally start coming out. It's going to be interesting to see, okay, who decides to hedge what volumes into 2021 and then at what levels. But as we start talking about that, let's get into kind of the levels at which these individuals are hedged. So what we just talked about, it doesn't fully highlight the dramatic shift in how much oil production has been hedged for 2021. But it does uncover how some producers are going to miss out on any potential upswing in oil prices in this new year. This occurs because in order to lock in downside protection, producers will typically sacrifice some upside to lower the cost of limiting downside risk. They may even actually give up some upside on additional barrels that don't actually have downside protection in order to further lower the overall cost of the hedging program. There is certainly downside protection from many hedges made, but current WTI prices are already bouncing around the ceiling most ENP companies have hedged on their 2021 oil production outputs. For the sampled producers above, the average ceiling price on 2021 hedged oil volumes is $52 a barrel. However, Occidental's call options, which it sold in order to further bolster 2020 hedges, significantly increased this average. Excluding Occidental, oil-focused EMPs show an average ceiling of just $46.15. This means producers may sacrifice significant upside if oil prices do rally in 2021, especially since, at the time of writing this piece, WTI prices are trading around $54 a barrel. For example, since SM Energy has around 70% of its expected 2021 oil production hedged, this protects the company from a significant decline in oil prices, but they also miss out on WTI prices above $40.74 on a majority of its 2021 volumes. Ouch. These projections uncovered the fact that U.S. oil producers are willing to take steady income at lower guaranteed crude prices well into the next year, hedging a heavy portion of their production at around $40 a barrel into 2021. This leaves the institutions issuing the hedges with potential for higher returns as the price of oil is rallying and most global analytics firms predict prices will maintain upward pressure throughout 2021. 
In fact, in the January short-term energy outlook, the EIA projected that 2021 Brent spot prices would average $52.70 per barrel in 2021, and WTI spot prices would average $49.70 per barrel. Interestingly enough, a month prior, they predicted Brent to average $48.53 per barrel and WTI to average $45.78 per barrel. That is quite a jump in such a short period of time, and the EIA is not the only organization with a similar stance. Reuters, the World Bank, Deloitte, Statista, Anzi Bank, I could go on and on. They all expect future commodity prices to rapidly climb into 2021. Currently, average 2021 U.S. crude futures have climbed above $52 a barrel, and that's the highest level since February. Unfortunately, this is the precise ceiling for 2021 hedge volumes in the BTU Analytics Sample Group. With optimism growing and commodity prices rapidly rising, it's going to be interesting to see what other companies continue to hedge and at what extent once year-end 2020 fiscal reports are released in the coming months. And you got to feel for the producers here because you're thinking, oh my God, they had that ceiling only at $47. But before a lot of these reports came out, people weren't this optimistic. So what, what are they going to do? Go to a bank and go, I want to hedge 40% of my production at $60 a barrel. Nobody's going to take that. They just got dealt a terrible hand through the year and it's extending into 2021 a bit. Well, the interesting one, and I, I really like pointing out the one of SM Energy here. I mean, they've got 70% of their 2021 volumes hedged. Granted, let's just talk about that 70% of 2021 volumes hedged. That's a significant amount of production. But if we take it back to 2020, if they had 70% of their production hedged at those levels that they were expecting. Yeah, that would have Sitting saved them. <laughs> exactly. And now, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. They got into these hedging contract. Oh, hindsight 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they got into this hedging contract before prices really started to climb. So granted, their floor is $40. But back in 2020, that would have been a pretty nice floor to have and would have saved a ton of money. Crude oil prices have been recovering slowly during the final quarter of 2020, and they jumped sharply earlier this month as vaccination rollouts advanced in the United States and Europe. At the same time, Saudi Arabia served a pleasant surprise to the oil market participants by declaring it would cut an additional 1 million barrels per day from its production on top of cuts agreed with OPEC+. These actions have caused confidence for continued balancing of global oil supply and demand. As a result, U.S. crude futures this month jumped above $50 a barrel to their highest levels since February. The rally has sparked optimism among shale companies, but after bracing a year of pandemic-induced demand destruction, they are not ready to ramp up production. Why? Well, in 2020, 46 North American exploration and production companies have declared bankruptcy, according to energy law firms Haynes & Boone, while several others merged to reduce debt. Investors had already been pressuring shale companies to curb spending and boost returns even before the pandemic. U.S. oil production peaked at nearly 13 million barrels per day in late 2019, but is now around 11 million barrels per day after the coronavirus lockdowns crushed fuel demand and oil prices. And see, the problem is output is not expected to rise much in 2021, but companies hedged now are guaranteed revenue at a known price floor even if commodity prices drop yet again. Therefore, there is no rush to bring a significant volume of oil back online since fears of another price crash could only make future hedging more expensive. Regardless of some price protection, many producers are still pessimistic about oil and gas futures and are satisfied with their current hedges. Others are torn between locking in new hedges at prices above anything available six months ago and missing out on the revenue from a potential bull market. 
As the story of 2021 continues to show upward crude price projections, it will be important to keep a close eye on which companies choose to hedge early for guaranteed revenue protection and those that hold out or even hold off in hopes of a better tomorrow. And that is the end of this episode, and you will definitely want to subscribe to the Rare Petro podcast because this is an idea that we are 100% going to revisit later. Kevin's already got another periodical planned out for it to see, hey, everyone's out in the open now. What does it mean? And has this changed in a little bit of time? So subscribe to see how that energy landscape evolves. And while you're subscribed, look at the other podcasts we have. We've got Monday news segments weekly. We've got other periodicals weekly. We've got interviews with a whole bunch of different other people. So it's an opportunity for you to learn. But like we said, that is the end. Please leave those reviews. Contact us at podcast at rarepetro.com. And until we see you next time, take care, everybody. Have a great week. 